Welcome to the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast with John Pierce. Pastor John is the Senior Minister of C3 Powerhouse and the Executive Director of C3 Church Global. Disciples aren't born, disciples are made. And here at C3 Powerhouse, we are passionate about raising up brilliant disciple makers. Join the conversation today with Pastor John and Dan Fricker, our Melbourne East location pastor. I hope you are having a great day as I welcome you here to the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast. I'm sitting here with one of the greatest disciple makers I know, Pastor John. How are you going today? They're doing great, Dan. Great to be with you. Thank you for your kind words. Love helping people uh, make disciples. What a privilege it is. Mm. And we have a really excellent topic today. I know you're going to love this and get so much out of it. Uh, but hey, what are just some of your key thoughts about being a brilliant disciple maker, Pastor John? Hey, Dan, right, well, right from the outset, I love to just make sure we, first of all, know what a disciple is and what we're mm. looking to help people and make them into. So we've come up with this definition out of Matthew where Jesus said, go into all the world and make disciples, baptizing mm. or, or continuously immersing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey my commands and lo, I'm with you to the end of the earth. So we're, we're the definition, a disciple simply is a learner, uh, but yep. a disciple of Jesus is someone who's fully immersed. That's the baptism, immersed into the Father. That's the Father's family. That's the Father's love. We want people to be immersed into the Father, the Son, that's Jesus, the truth, the Word of God. We mm, want them to be immersed into the truth and the Word of God and the Holy Spirit. That's the power, the love, the transformation power of the Holy Spirit. So we want people fully immersed and we want people yep. fully surrendered. So to know the ways of God, the ways, the teachings of God, what it, li- what it looks like to live a life that honors God and to surrender to that. And if that's happening, we'll be progressively becoming transformed and more and more like Jesus. So a disciple, fully immersed, fully surrendered follower of Christ. And then the other key thought is a disciple maker in its most simple form means that we come along beside people. So the, yes. there's this spirit of, of love and wanting the best for people and we're not ruling or lording it over them we're actually walking beside them and and encouraging them love is the motivation and you know as you're just sharing pastor i'm just thinking i'm so passionate about this topic like i just uh, i never get tired of learning more about how to be a brilliant disciple maker and helping people uh, just and leading them to. I Jesus. know, Dan. I, th- although this is podcast, I think when we do this, this I don't think it, we do a lot of face to face zooms. And you're in Melbourne, I'm on the sunny coast. Yes, and I think we smile more in this podcast than any other <laughs> environment we're in. So it, I it's know, awesome. I wish you guys could see us right now. We exactly. are happy. There's a smile on our, pl- our face. Yeah, it's awesome, <laughs> and it's because we're passionate, and oh, it's been so much fun. And hey, just before I get into the topic today, I would love to invite you, uh, leave a review. We would love to hear, are you enjoying this podcast? Let us know what you're loving, what you'd like to see. Um, share this with a, another disciple maker you're on the journey with. Yeah, put it on and your social course, media, share it up there. Love that idea. And make sure uh, that you subscribe so you get it straight to your notifications when we uh, release them. But we've been going on a journey the last few episodes about ESPN. And so we've covered the power of encouragement, uh, how to pray for people, and the power of Scripture. But today, hey, can you guess right now what N stands for, everybody? ESPN, let's go. What is it? What is it? It is Next Steps. And I'd love to ask Pastor John kind of two questions. Number one, what is your definition of a next step? 
And maybe as you're sharing, you could unpack some examples of, of next steps that people can take in their walk with Jesus. Awesome, Dan. Well, this is the this is one of the great joys. It can be a little intimidating for people to have right. next step conversations or help people with their next steps. What this is not, let's just define it from the start. What it's not. Yeah, this is not. This is not me telling you you need to do this. This is not me going. Okay, I sat with the Lord this morning and He told me the five next steps for Dan Frecker. That's <laughs> that's what this is not. Okay, what right. this what this is, and, and the other you know pre thought is uh, to be able to help people unpack or discover their next step in their walk with Jesus. Uh, I earn the right to initiate these kind of conversations or guidance with people because yeah. I love them and I sow into them and I invest into them. I encourage them. I share scripture with them. I pray for them. And so that gives me God's heart for them. I want the best for them. So that's the kind of, right. you know, I, I earn the right to to walk beside and lead and guide people. So, that's a great uh, so I would say, so the whole idea of next steps is there's a thousand next steps. There's not just one. Uh, <laughs> basically, this is about a person's relationship with Christ, uh, a person being a disciple themselves, mm-hmm. and how as a disciple, what's, what is going to help me be more immersed? What is mm-hmm. going to help me be more surrendered? What is going to help yeah. me be more like Jesus? What is going to help me to live a life that honors God and mm-hmm. sees the, the favor and success of God happening in my life? So that's that's the aim. It's so if you're imagining if I'm walking with Jesus, then yeah. you know every day there's a, a next step that the Holy Spirit can prompt us with. So so that's that's it's not like oh okay your next step is to be on a team and your next step is to join a group and okay you've done your next steps. Your next step is to do Alpha. It's not that. It's really about yeah. your relationship relationship with Christ. So so mm. next steps can be can be everything from uh, for a new believer to get water baptized would couldn't be a next step. A next yeah, step could be right. for a, a couple who who were living together before they met Jesus and they're not married. It might be mm. to actually stop sleeping in the same bedroom because they're wanting to honor yeah. God. That could be their next step. Now I'm not telling them that, but that could be a next mm. step for somebody. A, a next step could be for someone to forgive their father for what he did to them when they were a child. A next step could yeah. be for someone to share their faith with a workmate. That you know, that they're the kind of things I'm thinking yes. of. It could be to tithe. What do, what do you reckon? What what's some of the things? Yeah, well, I, I just one thought I, I I've learned in my journey is you know sometimes when it comes to this we think like oh I have to be so far ahead of people to help them, but in right. fact I think the truth is we actually only need about be about one step ahead of people. <laughs> yes. And for me, what I love to do, and and maybe this is something you guys can do who are listening is. List down what are some of the next steps I have taken that have helped me in my relationship with Jesus. And so for me, I I would reflect that, you know, learning how to pray, how to read my Bible, um, going to church every Sunday, getting baptized. Like they were, they're not just concepts to me. They were actually next steps that I took that someone helped me take that did truly transform my life. And so, you know, take the pressure off those who are listening. You don't have to be a hundred steps ahead, just one step ahead, but maybe reflect today what are some of the next sex that just really helped me in my relationship with Jesus? Uh, And so that's a great place to start, I believe. Brilliant. Yeah, love that. 
And, well, let's get practical. All right. So someone's listening and they're like, okay, I want to do this, but yes. maybe let's talk about, well, how does a next step conversation look like? And maybe you can even give us a few examples as, as you share, Great. Pastor John. Great. Well, first of all, you don't have to go, hey, Dan, let's have a next step conversation. You don't You don't have to <laughs> telegraph what you're doing. Really, That's it's, good. It, That's it, good. it should be organic. At, you know, there might, might be some times, and I'll talk about this later in a group setting where you do go, let's, let's, Everybody talk about our next step, but really, it's it's should be organic. It should be relational, uh, and so I I think that the the key point here is particularly as a person grows in their faith, they're maturing in right. Christ. When someone's a new Christian, then we're probably going to spell out for them. You know, you put your hand up to follow Christ. Your next step is I want to just bring you to church next week. That's your next right. step. Um, yeah. Hey, you, you're you new to faith. You want to know more about Jesus. I think a great thing for you to do would be to do Alpha. So it's really in that early phase we're spelling out yeah. some some next steps. And we have a very clear discipleship pathway for people. And the aim, yes. that, that's whether it's Alpha, whether it's different things like encounter or freedom experiences. Mm. Uh, and the aim of those, it's not like that's the, the eight next steps that everyone, once they've done that, they've finished. They're just really, <laughs> uh, they're really helping break down what it is to be a Christian, what are, what are the kind of habits that we want in people to develop. And so developing a certain habit can be someone's next step. So being mm. kind of intentional with newer Christians and spelling it out is really important. But really, the aim, and if I'm your, if I'm your disciple maker, Dan, in a certain context, my yes. aim is that you're going to hear the Spirit of God whisper to you. You're going to, you're going to hear the Holy Ghost who now lives inside of you, uh, help yes. you to to make your step. So I think uh, I love this Proverbs chapter twenty verse five says the purpose of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. It says it in a a different version in the NLT. It says this, though good advice lies deep within the heart, a Mm -hmm. person with understanding will draw it out. So this is what a a brilliant disciple maker is not someone telling you need to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Here's your -hmm. your 21 point plan for the next 21 days, I'm telling you. (laughs) A, A person of understanding is going to get, well, you've got the spirit of God in you and you're reading the word of God. So I'm going to draw out from you and it'll be even more powerful if you say this i think god's saying this it'll be yes. more powerful than me saying that so yeah. and that i would say that's 95% of next step yeah. conversations so that's about asking the right questions bottom line yeah and i was going to say pastor john i've noticed on my journey you know you do this very well and uh, there's been many times, you know, you've asked me, what, well, what do you think? Or you've asked me questions like, uh, you know, what is your next step right now as you pray? What are some themes God have been sharing with you? And I just think uh, something you've done as well, whenever I come with you with a problem, I'm like, hey, Pastor John, I'm struggling in this area of my life or that. The first question you will often ask me is, what has God said about it? Yes. You're not actually, you don't just give me the answer. You, you go, what has God already told you and and it draws out of me that and I actually thought well you're brilliant at asking questions so why don't you just share with us here what are some questions that you do ask people that maybe we can add to our toolbox as disciple makers really good really good well I do think the first question again um, it could be asked in a group setting if there's a good level of trust it could be asked one-on-one 
But yeah. the first question would be, well, what, what's, a, what's a challenge you're facing right now? What's your biggest challenge right now? Mm. Um, so to try and help people identify their pain point and why is that a pain point? So mm. so that's just drawing. So that I might say, what's your biggest challenge right now? And then I'll go, oh, okay. Then the, you talk about it. Oh, and I'd be empathetic. Mate, mm. that, that sucks. Um, I'm sorry to hear that that's what's going on right now. The next yeah. question that I'd ask would be, okay, well, what do you think God's saying to you around that? Mm. So that could be a follow-up question or it could be, okay, all right. Um, well, tell me, what, what, what do you think the best step moving forward is? How, how, mm. what's, what's some options? So yeah. uh, that, that would be some of that con- kind of conversation, uh, not just yeah. what Josh Stott was telling me, one of our pastors here, our exec pastor said a question he asked people, not what's your biggest challenge, but what's frustrating you right now? That's a great question. What's frustrating you? Okay, why do you think that's frustrating you? Mm, And really, and allowing the pause and go, okay, all right. Uh, What do you reckon God's way forward in this situation is? So it's just really, I'm not, and here's what I find. So I can be, Mm. if I'm having that conversation and I've been praying for this person and I am their leader, the Spirit of God will give me insight and wisdom and yeah. I might, in the asking of questions, I might start with, I think that, you know, Dan's next step is this. But as I listen, the Holy Spirit, you know, you go, oh, maybe actually Dan's next step is that. So really mm. asking the right questions, not being predetermined. Um, mm. There are sometimes you you do know, you know, the Spirit of God has shown you something for a person and you just, yeah. you know, the next step is to get water baptized. So that's mm. where you'd be a little more direct. Okay, uh, Harry, tell me about water baptism. What do you think about it? You covered it off in mm. Alpha. Uh, how are you feeling about that? So it's a more direct question. Again, I'm not saying, Harry, your next step is to get water baptized. Yeah. I'm just saying, mate, what do you think about it? What? Oh, okay. Why do you think you feel that way about it? What? You yeah. know, why do you think it's an important thing that the Bible talks about? So I'm really trying to draw out um, areas, you know, in people's lives that are that are going to help them, if you like. And I, I, you know, if I step one step back, I the framework for this is what's that person's next step to be immersed into God, the Word, Church the Holy Spirit, or that's what's great. this person's next step to be surrendered because I'm helping them as a disciple. So that's mm. my framework in the kind of questions that I might ask. Mm. And I'm, I'm here. I love that you shared maybe 95% of next steps or 90% are going to be through asking questions. Yeah. Everyone's personality is a little bit different, but if I'm honest with me, sometimes <laughs> I've got to bite my tongue in those moments. It's like, as you said, maybe I, I feel like I know, but I've just learned Sometimes the most powerful moments as a leader is when your mouth is shut. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, I found when I stop talking, often the Holy Spirit begins talking. And so I'm hearing you share great wisdom there about asking follow-up questions too. Like, right. why do you think you're feeling like that? Like right. those follow-up questions, yes. embracing a bit of awkward silence, they can be some of the most powerful yes. uh, moments. Yes, what, is, what does the Bible say about this? What, what do you think God wants you to do? And I think, I mean, Jesus was renowned for asking questions. People yes. would come to him and he would go back with, with a question. You know, even the question, who do you say that I am? That that caused there to be 
revelation that caused people to bring truth. So I think asking great questions. I think the other real key point, and we don't normally say this very clearly, is that it's not my job to play the Holy Spirit. Mm, he he is the Bible. The Holy Spirit is the convictor. He's the guider. He's the one that illuminates the Word of God. And there there may be cases where I'm where I'll say, "Hey, this this behavior is going to really hurt you or your family." And yeah. and a person's just been so shut off from God that I've got to be direct with them. Mm. Uh, and that's where the Bible talks about leaders, you know, kind of warning or rebuking. But that's that's yeah. the exception. I'm yeah, I'm 100%. wanting to stir the the in people's hearts that that they're listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And when mm. they say it, I'll go you know what, that really resonates with me. I think you're hearing God right now. Or yes. I might go, hmm, that's interesting. Have you thought about this? And I'll talk about mm. an alternative perspective. So, mm. Well, what I'm hearing is brilliant disciple makers are brilliant question askers. And what I love about that, it actually relieves pressure off us. And I just want to encourage you, it's not as scary as you think. Totally. It's just asking great questions. Well, to, my last question today, Pastor John, is all right, Okay, let's just say I'm a group leader or a new in the new people team. Yes. I've got about eight to ten people that I, you know, yes. you know, to supplement. So does it always have to be a one-on-one coffee? Like, are we talking about a coffee every second day? Oh no, we're going to be so highly caffeinated, aren't we? If we're just having a <laughs> oh, coffee yes. with everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. And decaf is of the devil. So yes, uh, exactly. It's <laughs> why bother. No, I, yeah, great question. Great question, Dan. I, I actually think that as you lead a group, your your aim is to build trust in the group so people can share openly. And I, I think Brilliant. that it's really, an, you know, we develop, we sort of build this culture of, okay, we just had a conference. What's your mm. takeaway from the conference? Your takeaway is a way of saying your next step uh, or a question, so what, are you, what are you going to do differently because of that sermon on Sunday? So that's mm-hmm. a way of, and people talk and, and even better if someone goes, you know what, I've been drinking too much lately. And when I heard that sermon, I was convicted. And so I'm only going to drink mm-hmm. twice a week or not at all. And then suddenly that's shared with a whole group. And then we're going to be, there's a level of accountability to one another. So next okay. time someone might go, hey, you know, Harry, we're picking on Harry today, but hey, Harry, uh, how are you going with Sorry your drinking? You know, and there's a sense yep. of love and accountability. So it could even be in a group setting that once a term or, or so, there's almost mm-hmm. like a next step night. We go, all right, we've just finished our term. Tonight I want us just to, to spend a bit of time praying and asking the Holy Spirit, What's what's my next step? What do you want me to lean into? And mm. and a leader could share, like you said earlier, here's four or five next steps I've taken along the journey mm. that have really been pivotal. I did Bible college. That just got me so anchored in the Word of God. Or or I began to you know, have uh, mentoring appointments with someone or I began to mm. listen to this podcast or I, you know, whatever it might be. These are key steps. And if a leader shares that, and people even reflect what steps have you taken this term and how's that changed you? And then, okay, well, what's your next step? So I think a real good open environment for that would be powerful. That's great. Well, I would love to lead by example right now and ask everyone to reflect as we finish this podcast, what is one thing you're going to do differently as a leader, as a disciple maker out of today uh, to help people take their next step? We believe in you. We're proud of you. You are doing better than you think you are. And we're so grateful for your time. We look forward to seeing you next time at Brilliant Disciple Makers Podcast. 
Thanks for listening to today's episode and we pray that you've been inspired and equipped in your leadership journey. Let us know your thoughts by leaving us a review on whatever platform you are listening on today. You can connect with John on Instagram at John underscore Pitts. We hope you can join us for our next episode of the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast.